today's all readings centered on baptism and new life in Jesus. From the first reading we heard how God provide water. The rebellious Israelites and the response real Sam also we heard we should not harden our hearts like the people who were at that time. We need to be truly open to the Spirit. And the second reading from Romans chapter 5 we heard how God is pouring his love through the Holy Spirit in our hearts. The Lord wants all of us to understand God is a Spirit and this water is the Holy Spirit and sacraments are the word of God are the fountain of this living water who is Jesus himself especially during this season of Lent in a wonderful way we encounter this beautiful passage from the Bible Gospel of John chapter 4 it started with that beautiful knot Samaria geographically it's a center of Palestine and there is also we heard fifth word says the Jacob's well and that's very significant in the Bible there is a big connection always Old Testament and New Testament that started with Genesis chapter 24 10 to 53 there we see how Abraham sent his disciples or the people who were working with him to find a suitable wife for his son Isaac. Around that well they found Rebekah. And then later Isaac's son Jacob found Rahel love of his life near that well and after that in Exodus chapter 2 there is also we see Moses was safeguarding and protecting the children of uh, a priest and eventually he married he found his own wife so this well is a very important place and something also connected with marriage and today is also Jesus is speaking a little bit about that so that's the interesting wonderful place this lady came in a very unusual time very unusual time it's not in the morning not in the evening but in the noon time and not only that she was alone and we need to understand this background and at that time then Jesus Jesus was there alone because disciples already went to find some food because they were hungry they were thirsty but this particular time every moment is significant even in our own journey nothing we cannot call coincidence every moment God has a special plan 
And this particular moment, this Samaritan woman came. And Jesus started communicating with her. Jesus was not using an extraordinary language, rhetoric, a big words. But Jesus started conversation in a very ordinary, humble, human way. I would say the art of evangelization we need to learn from here, how Jesus did. And Jesus started. Jesus asked, give me a ring. Anybody, anyone can ask in reality, could you please give me a glass of water or something to drink? But here is a big difference. There was a big rivalry between Samaritans and Jews. So that question was not very normal. And she was really offended. She was irritated. Perhaps with her own life, she was not settled that we see from the gospel. She asked, who are you? How can you ask? Are you dare enough to ask to give me something to drink? Give me a drink. But Jesus was calm. Perhaps he was smiling. And Jesus continued this conversation. Jesus said, that's a very powerful word, Gospel of John, chapter 4, verse 10. If you only knew what God is offering and who it is that's saying to you, give me something to drink, you would have been the one to ask and he would have given you living water. Very powerful word. Perhaps during this week, we have to meditate this. Every time when we come, we are also gathered, viewed in this beautiful church. It's almost like the, around this Jacob's well. Altar is the fountain of grace, fountain of living water. And we also need to recognize him. And Jesus desperately wants us to recognize him. That's what he said to that Samaritan woman. If you only knew, as only knew, who is standing in front of you. And this lady started arguing. She used her mere human intelligence. And we all sometimes think we are the master of everything. We know everything. Our intelligence is, uh, uh, you know, is really capable of anything, even to create God. The same way she started, how can you say that? You have no bucket. And not only that, the well is very deep. You don't have any common sense. Your brain is not working. Again, Jesus, again she continued. The second question was something related with the identity. She asked, and not only really that, do you, who are you? Are you a greater person than the Jacob who gave this well for all of us? Are you greater than that person? Yes, Jesus is greater, but he was humbly. How Jesus exercised his ministry, how Jesus revealed that. Jesus was not simply saying that, yes, I am greater than um, Jacob, who gave this well, but Jesus continued beautifully that word, whoever drinks this water will become 
thirsty again. And this is the reality of life for you and me. We can drink waters from this world. We can try to satisfy our needs, our thoughts and our everything with so many worldly pleasures in this world. But Jesus said, you will never be satisfied. Whoever drinks this water will become thirsty again, more and more thirsty again. But only Jesus can truly satisfy our thirst. Like the beautiful words of St. Augustine, our heart will be restless until we rest in him. So, then she continued, she started calling, Sir, in that case, give that ring. I don't need to come here. It's almost like a frustration. Because she was going through a lot of difficulties. That's the time Jesus said, you go and call your husband. Jesus spoke about her, revealed something was hidden in her. But she said, I have no husband. Jesus said, that's true. You have no husband now. But you had five. And the conversation, can she immediately almost like confessed, like, you are a prophet. And things are changing. And we know that from where initially she was irritated. Then she started calling sir. Then now become prophet. But these five husbands, why, who are these five husbands? Jesus was not only just speaking her personal relationship, her personal problem, but Jesus was also connecting the history. If you understand the history of Samaria, 2 Kings chapter 17, if you read, you will understand. They have taken five gods to their place. And these five gods representing five nations. So that's the way this conversation continued. And beautifully Jesus revealed God is spirit. The greatest mystery Jesus revealed to that Samaritan woman, God is spirit. And whoever worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. This is the beautiful story, the gospel. But what the Lord is speaking to us, for me, first of all, we also need to encounter our Lord. We need to allow God to come in our life. Jesus is not going to come and judge us like what we do normally. We are masters of judging others. But Jesus is coming to save us. Jesus coming to enhance us. Jesus coming to give us life. Second, like that Samaritan woman, we also have to become missionaries, evangelizers. We should not be afraid to witness the Lord. Third, we should be ready to leave behind our own husbands like that already said like five gods. We have our own bondages, our own sins, pride, our own attachments in this world. So many things 
really pulling us down. And we have to move forward, especially as we are beautifully sailing through this season of Lent. We can pray for that grace and meditate that beautiful word of God. God is a spirit. And whoever worship in him will worship in spirit and in truth.